You're listening to Longkang Kitties. Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Longkang Bonus. This is John Wan, your most handsome non-fecal metal ever on the face of the planet. Today, we have the whole crew back together recording remotely to keep in line with our new Circuit Breaker 2.5 or whatever the fuck you want to call it. We have Jerry, Angie, and Dan. How are you guys doing today? Uh, oh, who am I? <laughs> my shit self-isolating because right. I might have a possible exposure to a COVID-positive patient. Oh no, Jerry might be Me too. positive. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you know, I'm taking another test tomorrow and maybe on Tuesday and see what happens. Though. Well, I wish oh. you both best of luck. Hopefully, you don't gonna. And if you're gonna, then have a asymptomatic and... No drama <laughs> incident. It's okay. It's okay. The minister say everything is just a flu. It's just a flu, bro. Just uh, a flu. But that's not today. That's not the topic of today's discussion. Let's not let's not talk about that yet. <laughs> okay. I'm so confused. Today. I thought that was the next episode. No, no, no. Yeah, that's why. Allow, <laughs> Jerry. <laughs> Don't jump the guys, fucking gun. What, what, what you guys okay, want to okay, talk okay. about? Okay, so today we'll be talking about the FICA once again. There's been a lot of movement and backlash uh, ever since the government went through its first reading of the bill in parliament is at this time right where all the various oppositions to the FICA bill has crawled out of the woodworks uh, basically agreeing with what we have said previously which is it's overly broad and it's just a piece of bad law that is most likely going to stifle a lot of different type of speech in Singapore Angie do you want to bring us up to speed on on the matter on yeah, the FICA sure. matter so basically, right, ever since like the whole FICA bill has been brought up in parliament, right, like a whole lot of activists and, and other politically sensitive people, PSPs, otherwise known as, kind of brought up some a lot of issues that they have with it, lah, basically. So what FICA is, is um, according to our last episode, if you've not listened, uh, it is the Foreign, Foreign Interference Countermeasures Act, otherwise known as FICA. And it's meant to target hostile foreign threats to our national security. That's what so they say, of, la. That, uh, That's what they say, la, But go listen to our last episode, la. Anyways, <laughs> um, so <laughs> the workers' parties had uh, the workers' party has proposed amendments to the bill, which will result in, amongst other outcomes, a, oversight of executive action by the judiciary, b, a more precise scoping of executive powers to significantly lower the likelihood of abuse of power and see greater clarity and transparency on the identities of the entities and individuals against whom and reasons for which any directive, order, or decision under this bill is made. Basically, it's the same old tune by our dear beloved PAP. We love the PAP. So basically, the WP MPs will canvas fuller arguments at the next parliamentary debate on this bill. Okay, let me just first of all say, right, that the Workers' Party response is extremely disappointing to me. I think they should have just come out and say, right, that this bill is a piece of shit bill and that the only amendments that we should be considering is to just completely scrap it and then redo it from, from the bottom up. Because this is a disgrace to democracy la, in terms of like what this bill is about. And the Workers' Party, right, is just as what we have said over and over again. It's just PAP lie they are just well, doing the. They are just singing the same tune as the PAP, but in a, in a tone uh, that's like more palatable or something. Yeah, I mean, I I can understand where you're coming from because, what I'm I'm looking at the WP page and 
the amendments that they're making is not like wholesale amendments. Like, hey, this is bullshit or this is completely unworkable or whatever. It's more like, hey, you know, if you can reword this bit, you can reword that bit. Like, but then what, can, what, what choice do they have, right? I mean, they are the weaker party in, in, in the parliament. Well, nothing I mean, I mean, the whole point of having like opposition in parliament is so that they can stand against the bill and not just propose like piecemeal. Yeah, yeah. They like, cannot um, stand against the bill because they don't have the numbers. So yeah, I know they, they, but I, I no, know. but you need to have the position that you are fucking against it yes. and then made it known to the people that, hey guys, look, we fucking hate this piece of shit and you know what? Uh, even though we cannot do anything, uh, this is our position on it. And then, right, then when the PAP votes against, yeah, but when the PAP votes against, votes against their proposal, then, then all of us can just condemn the PAP for doing what they want to do, <laughs> la, right? That's basically, the whole point. And you are saying is WP should come out and say things uh, that goes with their conscience and not try and work with whatever that's bad. Yeah, and basically. I think it's it's true also because you know if the if this particular bill is bad, right, and you are just proposing piecemeal. Jerry, do you just say if this bill is bad, it is bad? Okay, okay, okay. No, no. Why I'm where I'm getting, stop taking <laughs> stop freaking fucking in my train of thought. The whole idea is if right WP is thinking that if this thing is bad, can switch this around, change this word here, and. Essentially, what PAP is doing is a unilateral piece of action now, right? As they always have done. I mean, going going back to Dan Wong's argument, if let's say, for example, that the, if you know that the PAP is going to steamroll you anyway, then what does making all these piecemeal, small little changes or very cosmetic changes, what, what would it do? What would it accomplish anyway? They can just roll over your amendments or so on. And I think it's more important that Okay, it's not say that the WP should just blanket every time the PAP suggests something that they, they reject it wholesale. Not every not every piece of legislation needs to be done in that way. But this is clearly very, very bad. And but I think it's just the, the usual MO, right? Like from our dear PAP um, beloved overlords, you know. Um, they like to just propose bills for the good of our nation, you know, to protect our citizens because, you know, like the, I think the 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 biggest thing that we need to be protected against is our own stupidity, uh, according to them. You know, because they're so stupid that we cannot like tell who are uh, who's working in our interest and who is not. Yeah, not so, everybody L one R five eight point you see. That's why. Yeah, that's why. Right. Oh, not all of us are. <laughs> not all of us are. You know, uh, in RI. No, all, yeah, all, most of us didn't go to like uh, like. Yeah. Uh, we're all uh, illiterate, uh, good school, like. Yeah. We're all illiterate, like Leong Manoi. <laughs> Anyways. But yeah, like, so one, some of the really interesting things is how fucking broad the bill encompasses. Uh. So basically, according to this, uh, mothership article, right, that I've, I'm reading right now, section four of the bill defines foreign principle, including foreign governments, political organizations, businesses, and public enterprises. Section five defines what it means to, for someone to work on behalf of a foreign principle. For example, right, collaborating. Uh, getting money, obeying an order from the principal, it, it means like you are working on behalf of a foreign principal. So like money doesn't even need to be involved. I love the example that they gave, which is Jim Tan, a fictional Singaporean, happens to be friends with President Bob of Made Uplandia. Made Uplandia. A foreign nation. Sorry lah, I'm not like a mothership. Groupie. Groupie like you are dead long. <laughs> <laughs> a foreign nation. President Bob offers 
Jim 10 pineapples in exchange for instigating a riot in Singapore by spreading a rumor on WhatsApp. Jim agrees. He is now eligible to be targeted by the act. So, let's say right, a good citizen gets paid by George Soros five donkeys, again, right. the, the donkeys, right. to draw like seditious cartoons to make people laugh at our president. Right. Cannot. Cannot, right? Then why are you in trouble? You see, with the law, with the way the law is written, if if they want me to get into trouble, they can cause trouble for me. That's, that's, that's the problem right now, is that it's at the whim and fancy of the minister in charge, right, to decide whether they want to cause trouble for people, with or without cause, even if it's sus- suspected. Yeah, and the thing is, right, like, the definition of public interest is also, like, what is public interest, right? Anything and everything that I don't like yeah, is public just, interest. It's just an exercise of giving no, no, power no. Onto, the, onto the person. Public interest is what the PAP likes, not what you like. I mean, when I say I, in terms of the, <laughs> the, the, the person who wrote the bill. Yeah, of course. Even the Singapore Law Watch, right, which is mainly non-partisan group that focuses on implications of certain law or certain ruling in various courts made by judges, has also come out and said something about this bill. One of their key concerns is Singapore's standing right in the international community. If something like this was to be passed, mainly because of the like what Ng said just now, even collaboration also cannot. Also, might fall under certain scrutiny, uh, especially when you're uh, like a MNC la. So, and this could have severe implications for things like for uh like for example biomedical and so on and so forth. When if let's say for example right. I take money from a, like a pharmaceutical, like a former foreign pharmaceutical company, and then I publish the results of certain drugs or certain of certain trials or whatever. So would that be considered under the collaboration, or would that be considered under the the FICA uh, law? And if let's say right, the PAP government doesn't like the doesn't like the results, would it be would it result in some sort of legal action taken against the the principals involved? And I think all these, right, are... Even if, let's say, the PAP comes out now and says, yeah, you know, like, we are not going to abuse our power, you know, trust us, bro. Like, then they then they uh, pinky swear, you know, they just pinky hook your pinky, and then you're just like, yeah, you know, that's that's legit. Even then, right, you have to consider this law has uh, severe long-term implications over the many years, lah. It could extend to the 5G, 6G leadership, and who knows what they will do. So Shanmugam himself said, uh, oh... Uh, when confronted with the fact that after his term ends, you know, and new people take over, you know, and then people ask him, how how can other people be accountable, you know, when they come into such power? And he's like, I don't know, I cannot speak for the people that come after me. Like that, long, so like that only, like that, that means but so we already know this. <laughs> we already know this. Yeah, that's why he's, these are this literally his words from his mouth. And then this is incredibly short-term planning and with very, very poor wording Re- of the bill. Remind me if I'm wrong, right? But remember that episode we did with Brad Boyer and Pothma, it was exactly what he said, right? Like, even if, and I'm paraphrasing him, even if, like, they pass this law with good intentions right now, there's no, there's no saying that future generations of, like, our overlords will be as benevolent as uh, our current ones, <laughs> right? That's always been the fear and concern, uh, which, yeah, I, I agree, and and, I mean, frankly I mean, speaking, okay, uh, even so within, you, yeah, even within the current administration, right, there are already people that have been uh, convicted of corruption and breach of trust and so on and so forth. 
precisely because they have the power, they have the authority, then after that they go and do all sorts of funny shenanigans. I mean, right. all we need to really do is just to track Pofma, like what has happened since it has passed, right? And, you know, all the all the nice yeah. little words that they said to us yeah. to, you know, reassure us that, hey, you know, Pofma is actually not that big of a deal. We're not going to use it point. to deal with our enemies. You know, it's really there for fake news. And like, come on, if you look at the first couple of um, Pofma, people who cannot Pofma, right? It's all like... <laughs> Political. Yeah, it's all, all the fucking activists. Uh. It's all the PSPs, la, not the Yeah, PSPs. the PSPs, yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I, feel, I feel like that has to be a thing from now on. What does it stand for again? Politically what? Sensitive peoples. Politically sensitive peoples. Alright, okay, fine. Or something like that. Even Terry Shi, one of our fellows that we have covered previously, he also came out, <laughs> he also came out and lambasted the Aware Singapore. So let me. Re- I I really fucking love this because I love it whenever aware Kanala. So <laughs> let me just read out what he said. Uh, this is in his Instagram. One of the more saddening things about the impending passing of Fika is how aware Singapore is keeping quiet about the ridiculous law. It wouldn't be far fetched to say the supposedly leading NGO in Singapore is afraid of any negative statement about the proposed legislation by them would offend their patrons and lot who will be the ultimate beneficiary of the Modernized Internal Security Act and thus jeopardizing any handouts from the law lot in exchange for their compliance and support. Hey, Terry think... what, f- what the hell? Did he say that? Yes. Yeah. So fucking, what the fuck's wrong with him? <laughs> then to continue, he said, to think I believe in their cause and never failed to support their campaigns as TOC even when mainstream media chose to keep silent and, neg- and negativity from the general public. Such a disappointment. Well, wow. I mean, okay. First of all, uh, let's be real, ah. Uh, even it's like all even, guns blazing, really. Even in the, guy. even in the pod, uh, where podcast right saga, they also made a they make particular mentions. I think over several episodes as well, not not like just a one time thing, but several mentions about how they were very very fearful of the Operation Cold Store, right? They were always uh, on their toes whenever the government starts to crack down on various political entities lah, okay? Whether or not you believe they're communists or whatever, or uh, Marxists or far leftists or whatever, aware has always been hyper aware <laughs> of their potential of their of their precariousness of their position. Lah. And I think in this case it's also no different. Even though aware right, it, it, they are sticking their big nose into everything, right? All I mean nowadays uh, it's no longer even about the feminist issues anymore. They are they are sticking out for the for the gays, the trans, anything lah, right? Suddenly they will come out and talk about issues big and small, but suddenly on the fika matter, um, nothing, right? But um, fika is not really like yeah, relevant identity relevant. I don't. Fika is more do, like do, you, do you really think? Do you really think that's the case? I mean, isn't identity no, but, and like, politics I would like? Say that- well, I mean, you can say, like, politics is identity and politics is everything, but AWARE as an organization, to my best knowledge, has never really, like, talked too much about, like, political passing of bills in terms of uh, things that don't really impact directly. I, I think where Even though, like, this from. is quite, like... No, they have, they have never criticized the PAP, that's the thing. I mean, they, have they, they not? I'm pretty sure they have. They, I mean, they like to they like to pretend right that they are non political, non politically aligned organization, lah. 
But I mean, I would less, say that less... they are doing uh the kind of like same balancing act as WP lah. Basically, you want to butter the people who are in all the organizations, and you don't want to alienate them. But at the same time, you also want to tell them that hey, you know, like this is not right. Why is Terry Shi just just doing this uh, like alienating his allies and like this 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 is just so not strategic uh, like it, it I I think okay him. I mean thinking about it right I think where John might be coming from is you know whatever a lot of the ideologies that where is pushing not all of them come from within right like a lot of these changes come from external uh, pressures come from external uh say for example myself I I can't talk say say anything for for everyone. Right. For myself, when I went over to Canada to study, and I, Canada of all places is very left-wing. And I obviously interact with a lot of uh, my professors in academia, and they're all very left-wing. And obviously, when, when you are in that environment, you, you tend to change your mind. And when you come back to Singapore, you, you look at Singapore's uh, prehistoric levels of, you know, <laughs> you know. So when you come back and see it, you, 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 you tend to want to change. And I think... Really? Jerry, I thought though, you, you as a dinosaur would love the prehistoric <laughs> Jurassic era. <laughs> yeah, but you know, you, you still see like when you're there, you're exposed to some of the ideologies. You you do realize that certain things definitely can be better. But at the same time, when I come back and I talk to my parents, they all were like, Yeah, you go overseas study, you uh, you know, your your mind has been screwed up by them really. So <laughs> in some ways, I feel what where Terishi's criticism might be coming from is look, you guys are pushing all these agendas that are obviously, very obviously, you know, the forefront of all the all these these ideologies are not in Singapore. And this is a bill that could smack you guys down if they choose to. Because mm. it's, it's not difficult to find links. I mean, they, in, they won't get smacked down as long as they continue to remain on their knees and keep sucking the PAP's dick. Lah. Okay, um, they, can, they can do that. Yeah, I mean, if so long as they don't take foreign money, then, you know, they are perfectly... In a no, there's not just right foreign between, money. Right, like right even even if they PAP's go legs. on like a, even if they go on a like say Zoom meeting with foreign other yeah, foreign you know. people, that's also like counted within the law. But I would have to say that I don't think that aware has to take on every freaking issue that has that you know the government passes. They are tiny, pretty small organization, and a lot of resources is needed to have like clarity of thought. On issues, and this is not a small thing, you know. Like I was reading the fucking bill, right, and at like page two, I was like, you know what, fuck this shit. I can't, I can't even. And then I'm basically just relying on other people to figure shit out for me, lah. What more to as an organization to comment on something like this? Guys, and you have fallen into the trap. We're not supposed to be talking about Terry Shi or Aware now. We cannot do this because then we'll be diverting from the main the issue, which is how bad Fika is. It's John and his bias. Anyway, well, I don't really I, care I, to I was... defend Aware. I think Aware as an organization can do whatever the fuck they want. Yeah, of um, course. But I mean, this is... Uh, they really should come out and say something about it. Even if they want to support it. Like, make your position known. I think... It's kind of like the whole uh, books actually issue also. Like, everybody needs to have a statement on it. And if you're not... If you don't have a statement, like, you're pillory. Like, I don't think everybody needs to have a statement on it. Yeah, but the, but the book actually is a, it's just local drama, right? I mean, FICA is something that affects all of us. This is law. It's, it's something fundamentally very different from... Sure. Your, run, your, run, of, your run of the mill Channel 8, basically Channel 8 drama that's unfolding in real life. So, it's... it's 
as a political organization, you should have something to say about it. And don't tell me they are not political because that's not that's totally not true. Anyway, I I I support Terry. She he should have uh continued to lambast aware. Yes, um, yes, an ex- excellent way to win a battle, destroy your allies. Wow. Yeah, what ally? Exactly. John, I thought you were very good at playing RTS. What allies? <laughs> how how yeah, is yeah. Aware being an ally? They're sucking the PAP's dick left and right. Wouldn't really say that they are sucking it. Anyway, <laughs> it's a very poor to, analogy. <laughs> I think this is like completely like just bullshit, and I want to go back to uh what I find really fucking terrifying about the FICA bill. In sections 20, 90, 92 and ninety three, right? Basically, it defines who gets to appeal the minister's decision, and which then gets assessed by a reviewing tribunal. Sections 94 to 99 describes the composition of the three-person reviewing tribunal. The chairpersons must be a Supreme Court judge and then the other two is appointed by the President of Singapore on the advice of the cabinet. Okay, that is fucking like, what the fuck? Yeah, who are these people? Okay, Supreme Court judge and then the two other people. Why do you need the President to appoint it when the, the cabinet is advising? Might as well just say like the cabinet will tell you who the fuck these people are, right? <laughs> Like, why does the president have to come into this at all? Like, is it just to justify her fucking crazy salary? It's to justify the position, lah. Uh. I mean, yeah, they do nothing like anyway. Yeah, it's basically just so. to... No, wait, sorry. Eh. Eh, please don't malign our dear Madam President like this. She, she made zero sugar Milo happen, okay? Amazing. <laughs> That's her greatest contribution <laughs> so far. Anyways, and then... Section 93 of this, right, lays out what the minister should do upon receiving an appeal. However, okay, get this, uh, the minister is not under any duty to hear, consider, or determine any appeal if it appears that the bringing of the appeal is or the proceedings of the appeal are frivolous or vexatious. So meaning, right, like, okay, so frivolous and vexatious, right, I think they mean very different things in terms of law compared to what they generally mean in, like, common speak, but Okay. Still, I think it's fucking scary that yeah, it's have, basically like up to them all. Like, I don't feel like a, it. Like, I think this standard, is rubbish. They have a yeah. standard for what is considered frivolous and vexatious. Yeah. However, typically, right, okay, in most in most cases, you it should be the it should be the other way around. That means it is up to the to prove is that it's frivolous and vexatious. Yeah, that means it's it's up to the ministers and the and the powers that be, right? Whenever they issue the complaint, that it is not frivolous and vexatious. They need to investigate it and then find it. Yes, correct. Find and not and not the other way around. Not like when I it's appeal. Like, well, I don't think it is, so therefore it's not going to court. Yeah. Um, so basically, okay, you appoint the people who are going to do this, and then you you have these people decide whether or not is even going to court. And so, it's and it's funny, right? Because like, what's the point? Yeah, and I, and I think what's so. The point it of goes appealing. It goes back to the uh what the WP was saying, like one of their contention is that this completely bypasses the the judiciary because by right it's supposed to be when you appeal like a law, it's meant to be appear before the magistrate and whatever, right? Appear in court. Or like let's say a panel in the, on the Supreme Court or whatever. Why is it that politicians are brought in, right, to review the appeal and the president is the one that's appointing people for the for the reviewing. It doesn't make any sense. We already have judges that can supposedly right be competent in reviewing the law because they are trained in law, right? That's what they are that's what they are meant to do. What what why do we need to appoint politicians to 
to play the role of a judge. Because apparently these MPs got a lot of time, no? Like these ministers got a lot of time, or whoever these people are. Don't need to manage any town council anymore. Yeah. Nothing I can do. Eh. Nothing we can do. Eh. Uh yeah, no, nothing you can do. Yeah, just suck it up. <laughs> we, we basically are just yeah, just continue to vote them in, lah. Yeah, that's all we can do. And I can't even vote for PSP now because they are such pricks. <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm just gonna just gonna forever just I'm just gonna carry the PAP's ball. I'm I'm just gonna sit, kneel down right next to aware and just suck their dick along with them. Nothing else we can do. I mean like what is even the point of like having elections or whatever anymore? Basically just declare ourselves like a dictatorship and have it be done already. It's okay, la. are you I mean as long as everything else continues as usual, you know, you got money to buy food and you are safe in the streets, the crime rate is low, you know, who cares about like who cares about freedom? Wow, you, you you sound starting to sound like a heretic you <laughs> Confess your because love I to love the, the PAP I love Confess the your love to your love to the PAP now. <laughs> Flagellate yourself for 20 the, times. For the past how many episodes we have all been confessing our love for the PAP. We love the PAP. You, right? need, to, you need to sing the hymns of Lee Kuan Yew. <laughs> to, to, be fair, my country, to be fair, right? I'm sure we are not, we're not against... Um, this you know. is my future. This is my life. <laughs> <laughs> yes, continue then all. Ah, uh, whatever. <laughs> I, 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 no, to be honest, so, I, I'm just feeling very jaded, lah. Yeah, I just want to make sure that people understand that Longkan Kiddies as a podcast is not only not making money, so you know, in fact, we're losing money. <laughs> so we're definitely, we're definitely, definitely not taking money from any foreigner, foreign government, foreign related individual. Okay. No, so, we have a we have a few uh foreign <laughs> listeners, right? We have one from Sweden. We have one that's staying in Seattle. None so of if, you are if, contributing money to if, us. In fact. If they if they pay us for our stickers, right? Are we? Oh are, no! Are, are, no, we are, are providing they... a merchandise. That one different. No, but that you see, uh, a business. they are they, they are our patrons. You see, now it's a collaborative effort. So Shucks. yeah, oh, yeah but, don't but, sell stuff. Okay, to me, but we haven't we haven't uh, gone to the point where they dictate what topics we cover. We only have a suggestion page. <laughs> oh my god we should like nix the suggestion page <laughs> we can get into trouble all by ourselves it's fine <laughs> shall we shall we shall we jump onto the PAP page and, and you know just wage wage a Facebook war over what then Wong I, then Wong, I can't even get you to come to a recording on time you want to go and take on the PAP that's true then Wong you don't even uh... want to carry a cardboard Carry a cardboard? No, yeah, I you don't even want to. You don't even want to carry an empty cardboard. Yeah. It's scary. If you yeah. want to go wage war on PAP's I don't know website. Who's there, Where's that confiscate my computer? How? Huh? Is that on my phone? <laughs> but you know what's really strange? <laughs> like I just see all the activ- like all the activists that I follow online getting really frenzied and worried about the FICA bill. And, and like, honestly, I am as well. And then everywhere else on the internet is just like life as usual, and it's very fucking. Terrible. They even had an online petition, right? And they got all 6,000 signatures. 6 fucking thousand signatures. Uh. What lan I mean, there's like another <sighs> 5 million plus more. Basically doesn't care. So It's basically like the Pofma thing all over again. Remember we went down to Honglim Park and then there were just like that handful of sprinkling of people who are like so crazy about like the Pofma bill. Yep. And hey. then remember how I was having like a panic attack in our studio because nobody cares. 
<laughs> it feels like the same thing again. Oh, you, you were having a panic attack, is it? I noticed you were a bit flustered. I didn't know it was a full-blown panic attack. I was just having that, like, you know, that whole, like, doom on our shoulders kind of thing where the collar is getting around our necks because we're, like, PAP dogs are, like, getting tighter and tighter and we can't breathe. This is, like, another notch in the belt that's tightened. Fuck. Hey, question. Question to everybody. Why do you guys think Shanmugam is on the warpath now? Shamugam is, is, is on the warpath. When has he never been on the warpath? Yeah, he's always been exactly. on the warpath. Can you can you describe a time when he was at peace with everybody? <laughs> 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 Maybe when he was in a school. Uh, in a good school. I'm sure he was like on the debate team and just like crash like just crushing hey, wait, everybody. Didn't Shamugam come from RI? Is it? Let, let me fight check this. I think he from I. I wonder how how much offense he took at the comment. <laughs> Wouldn't it be fun if like Shamugam went after Vivian Bala? No, it's not Vivian Bala. It's Vivi Bala. Vivi Bala. <laughs> Viva Bala. Is it? Yes, he is. He is in the Raffles Institution. I think he was in fact in the same year or like within the same cohort or something as Leong Man Wai. Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah. I, that that's where uh, I heard stories of them having beef leading on like <laughs> like long history you know the beef. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine what he must be feeling after like hearing that? <laughs> Maybe he's he feels very vindicated. He's like, yeah, you know, like this. I don't can't believe this. Like retarded illiterate like went to my school. <laughs> <laughs> if there's nothing else, it's time for John Wang's game time. John Wang's game time. We have a game Yay. time again. Yes, we have a game time. Bring it Around. on. Can y'all like be more energetic once it... Oh my goodness. Anyway, at the time of this recording, Ho Ching will be stepping down as the CEO of the Masik. Wait, isn't that the next... Oh. Yeah, I mean, we're talking about it in the next episode. But just to celebrate her, her retirement, which is also not a retirement, uh, she's still joining the Masik Trust as the board of directors. We'll be She's playing what CEO? No, no, was board it? of director. She'll be the board oh, of director okay. and then chairman of the board oh, uh, okay. next year. Okay, so we'll be commemorating this joyous occasion, right? With a game I like to call Ho Ching or Ho Chia. Uh, Ho Chia in Hokkien means good to eat, but the implication is that you're gullible and easy to be cheated out of your money. Ah, okay. Okay, so it's very simple. I'm going to read out something that may or may not be from her Facebook post. And you just <laughs> need to it. tell me... <laughs> you it. just need to tell me, is it Ho Ching or Ho Chia? <laughs> okay. okay? okay. Good one. Very simple. By, by the way, simple. John, it's, it's not Ho Ching, okay? It's Ho Ching. Ho Ching. Ho Ching. Okay, <laughs> whatever. I'm going to call it Ho Ching because this is too much effort. <laughs> if I need to you say it many exactly times... what I'm talking about. <laughs> Why did she spell her name like that? <laughs> How okay. else do you want her to spell her name? Let's start with the first one. Gibble Double Gobble Rikiki. The internet is very amazing. Is it Ho Ching or Ho Chia? Okay, so I know. Ho Ching. Ho Ching. Sorry, you're all wrong. This is Ho Chia. <laughs> I love how we are all so com- confident no, that John, she had you, you took the original phrase and you changed some of the words. Yes, right? correct. Yep. She had, the, she had the she had the he 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 thing. At some point, but she didn't say gibo dabo gobo gibikiki. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just like, it just seems like a thing that she might do, you know. That's how crazy yeah, your fucking exactly. Facebook page is. Yep. 
Okay, next one. One, two. One, two, three. One, two. One, two, three. A. Ah. One, two. One, two, three. Let's go. Let's go vaccinate. One, two, three, four, five. Everyone gets vaccinated. Is one life saved from the trauma of COVID death and COVID suffering? Ho Ching. <laughs> yeah, I will say Ho Ching. This one, I will say is uh, Ho Chia. I think somebody else said it, not her. I remember seeing this here. And the answer is Ho Ching. Then oh, you got it wrong, you fucking retard. Okay, so Jerry and Angie, one point each. Okay, next one. Each morning, I rub some oil onto my hair, which is why I look youthful and radiant. Unlike some other people, I shall not name who, but you all know who it is, like Voldemort. Is it Ho Ching or Ho Chia? Ho Chia, Ho Chia. Jerry? I, I just, I'm just going to guess Ho Ching all the way and see how many I get, right? <laughs> Ho Ching. <laughs> Jerry is a okay. strategy. So it is Hotia. So Jerry, you got it wrong. <laughs> Jerry, is that is that strategy where you shake in all the same numbers? Yeah. Yes. M- o- o- yeah. MCQ. Yep. <laughs> okay. That's still not bad. Eh? He might be able to do it because it's 50 50, you see. Yeah. Okay. So the next one Confucius said, Not enough rice, drink water. No pillow, rest on the crook of our elbow. Happiness is within us. Wealth and status through unrighteous means are but floating clouds. Is it Ho Ching or Ho Chia? Ho Chia. Oh, sorry, Ho Ching. I guess Ho Ching again. I, I'm telling you, this is my strategy for this. Okay, okay. So wait, wait. Just double confirm. Uh, if you don't have enough rice, drink water. Is that is that the, the phase? Not the enough phase? rice, drink water. No pillow, rest on crook of our elbow. Okay, I'm going to go with Ho Ching. Okay, all of you are correct. It is Ho Ching. <laughs> <laughs> this is like one of those WhatsApp uh, photos that your uncles will send to you in yeah, the family group chat. Fucking boomer. Uh, <laughs> but she actually typed this. She typed it in Mandarin and she typed it in English. <laughs> so efforts, yeah. I really she, want to know who the hell is behind her Facebook page. Eh? I think it's her. There's like 10 posts an hour. There's no intern that's going to like do shit like, like this. It has to be more than her. Wow. How to say. But, okay. but doesn't that mean that she's like on Facebook quite often? Maybe okay. she doesn't go to work, you know. Maybe she just stays home and Facebook all day. So Facebook, wow. Work from home since last May. <laughs> Shooks, yeah. She's been like this way before work from home though. Yeah, I know. Okay, here's the last one. The snowflake comment is not called for. However, we all know this is true in our hearts. Some people melt under pressure, but not our PAP members. Is it Ho Ching or Ho Chia? Ho Ching. Uh, Ho Chia. <laughs> Okay, Angie and Dan, you got it right. So, Jerry, your strategy fails because there's three Hotia and two Hoching. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the winner for today's John One's Game Time is Angie, who got almost all correct except for the first one. Awesome. Yay. Is anyone surprised at this point? <laughs> <laughs> Game is rigged, man. I tell you. Oh, every time rigged, lah. Yo, every time rigged. <laughs> we are working from home. How to rig this? Okay. Thank you all for playing today's Ho Ching or Ho Chia, and that shall be it for today's John One's oh. game time. Yay! Yay! All right. You guys got any last words regarding uh Fika or anything else? What the Fika? What Shit. the Fika? You know what? I'm just glad that I'm like I'll be dead before like you know like. People start abusing this power because it will totally get abused. How do you know you'll be dead? How, yeah, how do you know you'll be dead? Then you hey. can you can live until like 90 years. Uh, that's another 60 years to go. Uh, you think what? Yeah, how do you know you'll be dead? Do you realize what? that like asphyxiation is like a sexual thing? 
So maybe yeah. like the more we do this kind of laws, the more like you know the tighter the collar gets. Maybe like some part, some of us will actually come to love it. It can be like a Angie, I think fetish. I think yeah. you are the one. Uh, you you are the yeah. one who suddenly came, like you suddenly talk about asphyxiation. I'm like so confused. Like what the fuck? You're the one who yes. came up with the collar analogy, and you're the one that's like so into all these sexual things. Must be you. Uh, you and your sex zine. Can I influence you? If your sex zine uh, is is. What the fuck is that? Dan Wong, shut the fuck up. That's Dan Wong choking. <laughs> choking himself. Oh, Jesus. Uh, at least there's no family now. <sighs> not bad, not bad. It's good. Okay. That's okay, not funny. Bye. Okay. <laughs> Alright, that'll be it for today's episode. Please like, share, comment, subscribe. Join the Discord. You can get an invite to the Discord via Facebook or Instagram. We shall see you next time. Goodbye. See ya. Bye. bye.